You're listening to FileMaker Off the Record. Hi, this is Thomas Makwa. And Teresa Heiston. Of Profile Developers, and this is episode, episode four. four. So uh, tonight's topic is about FileMaker certification. Right. One of the things that we want to talk about are the pros and cons of certification. Some of the pros are that uh, you, for one thing, it forces you to become familiar with the product. There's so much minutiae in FileMaker and you can develop for years and do well as an in-house developer and get you know, create solutions that are fully functioning and never touch some parts of the program. And so studying for the certification forces you to become exposed to all of this, uh, all of those areas. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. For in-house developers, certification can be unnecessary. Like it can right. just be pretty much a waste of time, potentially. For them or for their managers, they might say, well, what do you need it for? What good's it going to do? You seem to be doing fine. Right. And it'll give you, it could potentially give you a, a, a more rounded understanding of the FileMaker platform overall. If you're an in-house developer who, for whatever reason, never actually touches the server or mm -hmm. doesn't deal with certain aspects, mm -hmm. doesn't do anything with external data sources, doesn't maybe because of the way that the company is using it, you don't do anything with CWP or WebDirect. You know, there's all these pieces of the platform that you, you have no exposure to. Right. And there's, you know, a bit of the test covers that stuff. Right. Well, and, and now that the platform is evolving and expanding now that there's WebDirect and there's Go and there's the iOS SDK and there, you know, there's, there's all these different pieces that people may or may not ever get their hands dirty with. Um, so, so that is definitely a pro to get you into that information. Another pro for being certified, if you are a consultant or considering becoming a consultant, I think a lot of FileMaker consultants start as in-house developers and they fall in love with FileMaker and want to help other businesses or perhaps the industry that they work in you know, they're creating a custom software because there's a hole that needs filled. There, um, there isn't something in the marketplace available to fulfill that need. So now suddenly they have this product that maybe their company wants to market or they have the ability to take themselves and turn into a vertical market solution. In that situation, they're looking to become a consultant and work with other businesses. When you become, you have to be an FBA member to be listed on the FileMaker Consultants page. I believe so. Maybe. It used to be that you had to be FBA. Uh, so the FileMaker Business Alliance is a membership organization where you, you get to be listed on the FileMaker Consultants page. That's one of the benefits. And if you are certified, you uh, appear higher up in the list. So if someone does a search for the state that you're in and, you know, you want to be higher on the list, you have to have a certification on there. And the more recent certification is the higher you're going to appear. Right. One of the, uh, I don't know that it's a con, one of the criticisms of the certification process and just certifications is having a certification does not mean that you're actually a good developer. Having a certification means you know how to pass a test. Right. A friend of mine who owns uh, another FileMaker development company had a developer on staff 
that was new to FileMaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, was a very bright guy and was the type of person, he, he said, oh, I love this guy because we would throw a book at him. Here's FileMaker, here's the FTS, FileMaker training series. Mm-hmm. Chew through it, then take the certification test and get and pass. And he would. And so his experience with FileMaker was, you know, three weeks, four weeks, and he was a certified developer. Mm-hmm. Now, he doesn't have the experience. Right. Is he as good as somebody that's not certified that's been developing for five years? Probably not. Right. But from an outsider, they, they wouldn't would, see the difference. You know, they, they yeah, they would them. they would assume, oh, well, the guy with the certification, that's, you know, that's who I should be using. Well, and there are, we also, we know of developers who've been developing for years and years and years, and they don't have any certifications. Um, some of the bigger companies require their developers to become certified as soon as the test is available, but not everybody. So um, you can be a very good developer and just not do it. But I think it's becoming more popular. They're pushing it a little bit more. And I really think there are no cons to, to <laughs> taking the test because it's a lot of work. Like I said before, it really forces you to learn the material. Now, I've taken the t- so uh, So how many certifications do you have? I first got certified in nine. So it's been, but you've been developing forever. I've been developing since about FileMaker 2 or 3, something like that. And you said before that they didn't even have certifications back then. They had a knowledge-based test, but that was it. Yeah, sometime around FileMaker 5 or 6 at a DevCon, they did some sort of a test of your knowledge, and they would give you a piece of paper if you passed Mm -hmm. it. And I remember taking the test and not passing the test, Mm -hmm. which which was frustrating. Oh, you know, it's, it's very frustrating to not pass a test. And the certification test itself, you've taken it. You have mm-hmm. certification in what? I started in 11. And so I have 11 through 15. I've failed the test a few times. Yeah, because it's a hard test. It is a hard test. So well, I'm just going to jump back for one second to the to the pros. One of the best pros I've heard at a DevCon, and I, and I can't remember who it was that had said it, Having the certification does not mean that you're an excellent developer. Having a certification means that you cared enough to get the certification. Mm -hmm. So it shows something. If nothing else, it shows you care about what it is that you're doing. Yeah, but it's a level of professionalism, I think, that counts today more than it used to. If you were a business looking for a consultant and you had a choice of two, and there was one that had four certifications and another one that had zero, you would probably call the one with the certifications first. Because you don't have anything else to go off of. Right. If you don't have anything else to go off of, it's going to help you in your business. There used to be a book, a very large book, called the FTS. Filemaker Training Series. Yes. And these books. Uh, They did this up to 15, but they did not release one for 16. That's correct. And so they will not release one for 17. But this was a book that was gigantic, like eight, 900 pages, and covered every aspect of FileMaker. Had some sample, uh, like example tutorial steps in it, came with sample files. So it was an, an excellent resource to read front to back and learn everything that you need to know or get exposure to everything you need to know about FileMaker. Now, every time I studied for the certification, I liked to go to page one and just read it. It took a long time. Sometimes it was boring to say, okay, so how much 
can a text field hold? Two gigabytes of information. How much can a container field hold? Four gigabytes of information. How many numbers to, to each side of the decimal point can a number field hold? 400. Is that on I have either to, side? I have See? to look that up. Like, so there are pieces of information. Questions like that may show up on a test. That type of information is what's in what was in that resource. Now, they don't have that anymore. How do we study for the 16 test or the 17 test? We should say that neither of us are 16 certified. The reason why <laughs> is because once 17 gets released, we are going to study and the plan is to go and get the 16 and 17 certifications in the same day. That's the plan. That's the plan. That's what I did for 14 and 15. I went in the morning and took the 14 test, went home, had lunch, went back, took the 15 test, all good and done. And you passed both of those. And I passed both of on those. On the first time for on each one. No. <laughs> <laughs> I failed the 14 test the first time I took it. Um, oh, I remember that. You were sick. I was sick. And I decided to take the test anyway because I think... I don't know what I was thinking. I was sick. So yeah, I was not well. And the week before was trying to study and just couldn't do it. I thought I knew my stuff. But this, so this takes you again, you can be a very good developer and you should not not study. You should not say, I'm a great developer. I know FileMaker. I've been doing this for 10 years and think you can walk in and sit down and take the test. Maybe you can, but pick up a book. <laughs> because uh, like like I said before, there's a lot of minutia that may show up on a test and there's numbers that you have to know and you do not run into this stuff every day while you're building layouts. No, you don't. There's a, there's a lot of it you just don't think about. You do very automatic questions like the auto entry options on fields. You which, know them when you're looking at them. <laughs> exactly. And, and unless you can redraw that window, uh, there's, there's things that reviewing some of that stuff doesn't hurt. Right. Can only help. That's also where some of the criticisms of the test. Mm -hmm. Some of the minutiae that could be on a test might be something that you just never think about, but you can do so automatically. Mm -hmm. How does that help? There are only, in my opinion, there are only positive things about being a lifelong learner and maintaining your expertise across the board. For sure. So to study for the 16 test mm -hmm. or the 15 test, because that is still out right now. or the until Right, until the 17 as, test is released and made available. As of the recording of this episode. Right. I, I would suggest read the FTS for 15, cover to cover. <laughs> That's exactly what I was trying to say. Mm. The FAMIC training series for 15 is still, I believe it's still available. If it is, I will put a link in the show notes, which mm -hmm. are on our website at profiledevelopers.com under the blog. And there you can see the show notes and the links. We'll put a link for that. But that's that's a great way to study and on FileMaker 16 certification, FileMaker did put out... A study guide, right? Yeah. For FileMaker 16, FileMaker released a FileMaker 16 certification study guide. I expect they will release one of these for 17 whenever right. that certification test is available. Right. But this is how many pages? 23, 24 pages, something like that. Right. 
no deep dives there. And no, I, and it's, what it's it is suggesting it's, areas to go right. There's right, it points it. Yeah, it's it's got a whole bunch of links, and it's pretty much to the help pages: the okay. FileMaker Pro, FileMaker Server, FileMaker Go. Mm-hmm the FileMaker help guides that are all available on the FileMaker website. Right? Um, so the links in the study guide link to the help pages and um, they have the actual information. In the FTS, in the chapters on scripting, they will put a few examples in there or, or for functions, actually, it would be a better one, where they talk about the position function and they'll kind of unpack that for you but they talk about six functions the other couple hundred are in the help pages so you really 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 need to um, use the help pages and and walk through those which is a little difficult because they don't go from page one to 800 they're all hyperlinked so you you have to make sure that you're hitting all of them because there's there's tons of functions that uh, again, you can be developing for years and years and years and never touch it because you never needed that one. Right. But you need to know what's the difference between min, max, floor, and ceiling and truncate. And, you know, you have to know that. That's right. So in the FileMaker uh, 16 guide that they have out, they the, the, a nice thing they do is they actually break down the topics and what areas are more important to the test and less important, I guess. The technical specifications is there's less than 5% of the questions are on tech specs. And the tech specs are something that just need to know and are and really aren't that hard to learn. And they're in the help guides. What operating systems will FileMaker Server run on? What mm-hmm. operating systems will FileMaker Go run on? Right. What browsers will WebDirect run on? Yeah. Those are the ones that are hard to memorize. You, you just remember. have to memorize them. Yeah, and the technical specifications are sometimes harder to find for the older ones. So yeah. we will only need to look up the ones for 16 and 17. Right. But back when, when I took the test for 14 and 15 on the same day, I had to dig to find the 14 ones. Less than 5% of the test is on that. 10 to 15% on defining database schema. 15 to 20% on building layouts. 10 to 15 on working with calculations, and 15 to 20% on writing scripts. Writing scripts, of course, is the heaviest part of the test. Security, 10 to 15%. Deploying custom apps, 10 to 15%, which is a little bit different terminology than what Mm -hmm. they had in older tests. Right. Data integration, less than 5%. Publishing FileMaker data on the web, 5 to 10%. Development tools and processes, less than 5%. Because things change now that... In 17, whenever the 17 test comes out, there's nothing on Pro. It's only on Advanced, of course, because there is no Pro anymore. Right. The FileMaker Go, 5 to 10%. iOS SDK. The iOS SDK. Um, that's that's, that's going to come under the, um, the deploying, deploying custom, custom apps. apps because that, that falls into that category because that was 15 in the FileMaker study guide, there are links to the FileMaker help pages. And th- that's nice because they actually point you to specific sections. They get very specific in there. So mm-hmm. instead of reading the entire help, which is even drier than the FTS, right. <laughs> it can help focus you and save you some time in, in you know what to read and hopefully focus you enough that you can get through it. All of these links from there, we're posting a link to the study guide. Yeah, we'll put we'll put a link to the study guide, which is or you could Google it. It's FileMaker 16 Certification Study Guide. 
that should take you right to it. And the nice thing about the study guide, other than having all the links, it actually has a number of sample questions, which to me always helps a ton. Well, it gives you a feel. One of the biggest hurdles for taking any kind of test, I think, is is getting a feel for the structure of the test itself. You know, not only is the content challenging, but also the way that they ask questions. If you're not used to taking a test, if you've been out of school for a couple decades, then some of this feels very, it's very stressful to sit down and, and you're looking at these questions and you're saying, wait, I got to pick two, two multiple choices, the two best multiple choice answers for this question, you know, getting a feel for how the questions are phrased to try to trick you, you know, because all tests are like that. Yeah. All tests have, you know, they answers that are similar. And so you have to read very, very carefully and get into that mindset that you can't go quickly. Yeah, if you've never taken the test before, you can know that it's all multiple choice. All test is multiple choice. There's no essays. No essays. And there's no, no part of the test where it's build a solution that can do X. Right. That would be fun. That would be fun. That would be excellent. I would way prefer that. <laughs> yeah. But these are, it's all multiple choice and it's multiple choice where pick, you know, there will be six answers and you need to select the three best right. out of the six. Usually it's pretty black or white. These solutions will work, but these two work better. Mm -hmm. You know, questions like that are, very, you know, get a bit subjective. Mm -hmm. But I like multiple choice. At least the answers are in front of you. Yes. Helps a little bit. Yeah. I'm looking forward to taking the test. Yeah. I have to start studying. Yes. <laughs> so you first got certified in FileMaker 11. 11. Yes. Why? Why did you get, why did you take FileMaker 11 certification? So uh, I was working as an in-house developer at a nonprofit, uh, but also working with a local consultant. And you <laughs> encouraged me to uh, get the certification. And you had gotten your first certification not long before that because you got nine. Right. right? So a couple of, couple of years. Yeah. A couple, three years earlier. Yeah, I probably was at the point where you felt that it would be good for your consulting business that I also be certified. Right. I just think that it, uh, I think it helped me to become a better developer because it forced me to learn things that I never needed to learn. If I am the type of person who has a nasty habit of not wanting to learn something until I have to use it. When you're like that, you don't stretch and you don't push yourself. So that forced me to push myself and learn about something that I didn't want to learn about because I was too busy or lazy or tired or I just didn't need it right now. And it forced me to get out of my comfort zone, uh, learn more about FileMaker, and it gave me more confidence as a developer uh, as well. Now, why did you get your first certification? So I had been developing for... A lot, like I said, I, you know, since like 92 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And when the first certification came out seven, like I said, I had taken that, whatever that test was they had mm -hmm. earlier that was not a certification, but just some but sort of test. But they did it at the DevCon. But it was at DevCon. And I just remember I failed the test. I don't remember specifics. I got some of them right. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I did, they, did they tell you the percentages? 
I, you know, it was, I, I just, I really don't remember. Yeah. If it was that early, they might not have had that kind of formal breakout in the different No, I th- I'm sure they said you scored 60% on the test, yeah. so which is failing, or something like that. I'm sure they did that, but I, I don't remember any breakdown beyond that. So when the certification came out for seven, I was already an independent developer. I was independent for a while, and then I was an in-house developer, and then I was independent again. But whenever FileMaker 7 came out in 2004, and the certification came out shortly after that, so I was definitely an independent developer then. I was not a great test taker. I get very stressed when I take tests. So I was just hesitant to do it. I didn't want to take a test and fail, you know? Mm -hmm. So I didn't take 7, and I didn't give much thought to it, and I didn't take 8, and I didn't give much thought to it. But I've been going to DevCon this whole time. Several of my friends go to DevCon every year. That's where I see them every year. And one of them, Marty, at Gearbox, for some reason, he was pushing me to get certified. You should get certified. You should get certified. So I'm like, fine. I'll take <laughs> I'll take the test. So I got the study guide, which I, I don't remember if they called it an FTS at the time. I, mm-hmm. I think they did. I studied and studied and studied and studied because I didn't want to fail again like I did earlier. I got the nine certification, uh, passed the first time. I don't think I scored great, but I scored mm. well enough to pass. Mm-hmm. So Very important. Uh, that's that's mm-hmm. all that matters. And after that, once I had the nine and then whenever 10 came out, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that too. And I took 10. I don't want to miss one now. You right. know, I, I, I don't like gaps. Because once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. So since then I've taken each one. I haven't I haven't failed one yet, uh, but I, I would be a little bit less stressed, but they're hard tests. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's all I have. We expect to be certified within the next couple of months. Yep. <laughs> so um, the way that they release the certification exams, they always have two exams available at any given time, right? So currently... The test for 15 is available and the 16 test because the 17 certification is not yet available. Right. right? But it's but it's imminent. It's, and once they release 17, once they release that, there's they two weeks. Is it two weeks or no? It's instant, right? I think it's I think it's instant. Because I think that happened. We knew somebody who was like scheduled to take, I think it was between what, 13 and 14 or something. And they were scheduled to take 13 and then the 14 test was released. And so the other one disappeared and they. They, they had had the reservation, They missed, they I missed think. the test, right. Yeah, because the cutoff. So, so at any given time, you could take two exams, which is what we opted to do. We didn't go get 16 as soon as 16 was available. We waited because we want to do the 16 and 17 at the same time. Um, because there is a, there's a fair amount of overlap in the questions because the questions run from, they aren't only on new content. All right, so the FileMaker 17 test is not going to just be about FileMaker 17 features. It's about FileMaker Basics. And FileMaker Basics, like the position function, are the same whether you're looking at FileMaker, you know, if you're working in FileMaker 7 or FileMaker 17, that function works exactly the same. So because they go over the basics, if 50% of the test might have, you know, there's going to be basics questions. So taking both tests at the same time or within a very close time frame, you're using your study time well. It is a little stressful, though, to take two tests in one day. 
It is. Did you do that before? I don't think so. I don't think you I think did. I was taking the tests pretty, I know. I, pretty quickly after they day. came on. Yeah, so I always had a bit of a gap between tests. My goal is to be certified in 9 through 17 mm-hmm. for DEF CON. Right. Very doable goal. So thank you, Marty, for pushing me to get certified All right. way back in FileMaker 9 was 2007, I believe. So that's, oh my God, that's 10 years of certifications. Yeah. And now that they're coming out every year. We need a bigger wall. We have a wall with all of our certifications <laughs> on them and we're running out of space. Well, you made the comment before that, you know, you did not have a lot of exposure to using ESS or uh, external sources. And, you know, if there's a question on, when you're reading the documentation and you hear the terms ODBC, you know what they mean. And then when somebody says to you, oh, I have this other, uh, my accounting system is based in such and such, can FileMaker talk to that? You can say yes. And even though you haven't had to do it yourself, you know that you can do it. And you know where to go to find the information. Yeah, for the first 10 years of development, there were lots of things I didn't have to touch. Mm -hmm. At this point, there's very little that I haven't touched. But whenever I first took the first test, there was, you know, I I barely dealt with server Mm -hmm. back then. And now 17, huge changes in server. So I think those questions are going to be different. Yes. Looking forward to it, though. I hope this helps. Mm -hmm. And there will be lots of of links. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, in the show notes. Yeah, that'll be in the show notes. Uh, again, that's on our website. And if you want to contact us, you can reach us at off the record at profiledevelopers.com. Talk to you again soon.